Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dave. Hello and welcome to the Nile Share with Dr. Dave podcast. This is Dr. Dave Cornelius, your host. And today I am having the, the wonderful opportunity of having a conversation with Salah. And then I am going to tell you that, just give you a definition of social justice, right? And so the way we define it or the way we've captured it is social justice is the view that everyone deserves equal economic, political, and social rights and opportunities that social social workers aim to open the doors um, of access opportunity for everyone, you know, particularly those in the greatest need. So when we, we think about all of the different ways that we want to think about social justice, we could think of it in, in terms of equal rights, equal opportunity, and equal treatment. So in short, social justice means equal rights and equitable opportunities for all. So, hey, Salah, what's going on? Um, why don't you take a minute and provide like a quick elevator pitch about who you are? And I always like to talk about people's superhero persona, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate that. And, and thanks for inviting me. Um, uh, and uh, I like this idea of superhero persona. Uh, I, I would say like my superhero persona is mostly um, is like a, a super... A curious and courageous kid who gets to ask why over and over <laughs> and then and 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 get to and then you know get to ask it again um and uh you know the, my kids reminds me of that constantly you know especially when and and when it's not why it's why not uh but jokes aside i i, I am a certified um you know uh coach uh coactive coach and also i'm an icf uh professional certified coach uh and my focus has been uh, on agile coaching for uh, the last, um, you know, 10 years or so. And, um, you know, I like to facilitate uh, teams and individuals and help leaders and teams become uh, better one day at a time. Um, I, I also like to help individuals balance, individuals, teams and leaders balance clarity with action uh, and my mission is is really to spark courageous curiosity with play, and uh, hopefully, you know, sprinkle a sense of humor on on that as well. <laughs> uh, but that's in a nutshell. So let me ask you this, right? Uh, you know, how do social justice challenges show up in your experience as an agile coach? Yeah. Um, I, you know, for me, the, the social justice shows up uh, in, in different ways. Um, you know, I'll focus maybe on a couple and, uh, and, and see where that takes us. But, but the main one that I, that I see often is acknowledgement. You know, how do we acknowledge, you know, does the company or the team or the group acknowledge the different voices um, and uh, invite uh, the different uh, perspectives at the table and, and, you know, welcome uh, dissent and have different views of things, um, you know, or, or are the voices being ignored? These voices are being ignored and, and the dominant voices or the dominant voice continues to be the dominant. Um, and, and so I, I believe, you know, that leadership has a big role in this, encouraging and inviting different vo voices to the table. And sometimes as coaches, you know, coaching, even though we know that it's not about telling people what to do, but it's about, you know, showing or, or 
holding a mirror for what's going on in the group. Um, so that's where, you know, as, as a coach and as a, as a, as a leader, I try to uh, invite the voices and, and allow for equal opportunities and different perspectives um, in the group. So that's, that's one. Um, the other one is listening. So li listening to what's going on, how things are being uh, discussed. Um, I, I usually, you know, say, or I learned uh, in, in my journey that if you want to gauge a, a culture of a company or a group, um, just attend uh, uh, their meeting and, and see how they interact with each other. Uh, and listening goes hand in hand with the expression. You know, it's one thing to encourage expression and to uh, encourage this openness in culture, but it's another thing to, you know, pay attention and listen to what's really going on. Um, and, and not just to what's being said, but what's, uh, what's re what remains to be unsaid. Uh, so it, it takes, it, you know, that's another thing that, that feels like, you know, uh, as an agile coach, I don't, you know, um, you know, only have to continue to, you know, invite the group and have people share their perspectives and, and, you know, uh, try to help, um, the, the voices that are quiet in the group, you know, uh, come, you know, say what they, what's on their mind. Um, and so that's another, another one is, is listening. And then the last one is to try to asking good questions, you know, asking good questions and having this, um, you know, curiosity around like what's going on with some, you know, with, with, you know, um, people who are not really sharing their, their ideas and their stories and, and their, um, you know, frustrations. Um, and I find that to be, um, you know, one of, one of the things that it, that doesn't, um, you know, that, that usually doesn't come up often is like asking questions, being curious about what's happening with the group, what's happening with an individual. Um, and, and I've been learning, uh, I know when we talked last time, we talked about like clean language. I've been learning about clean language recently. And, you know, one of the saying that I learned from the clean language community is this idea of uh, where attention goes, energy flows. And, and one of the most powerful way to direct attention and energy is uh, a good question, you know, is a question. And uh, so those are three main things that show up in, in my work as an agile coach. Um, and I think it's applicable, not just to teams and companies, but to, you know, communities uh, as well. That's excellent. I'm glad that you're using uh, clean language. I mean, that, that, that is a, a, a great practice uh, to, to be able to come up with various models. So sometimes I, I find that, you know, when I'm in, in a conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, Sometimes I feel that uh, people, you know, speak to me as if I'm a victim. You know, mm -hmm. what about you? Yeah, um, I, I think, you know, I, you know, if I think back, I, I, I may have, um, you know, there may be, have been instances where I felt that way. Um, I, I think in the beginning of my professional journey, I, you know, I kind of sense that in, in some ways, but, um, but I think today, maybe because I've been, you know, working on myself and how to, um, you know, to, to take, you know, what people say, 
at face value. I mean, sometimes, uh, obviously, you know, you have to um, understand where the person is, is coming from or what they're, what are they trying to say? Not what they actually said, but I don't think that I, I have felt um, that I, you know, that someone spoke to me as a victim. Um, I, I don't, or at least I don't remember, <laughs> maybe, uh, but I, I, I think that's, that's probably possible because I'm focusing on improving the dialogue and seeing, you know, what's going on with that person, you know, what's, you know, the, if, if they're trying to have a conversation, they're trying to, you know, connect, um, is this their idea of connecting, you know, or are, is, is that more like, you know, they're, they're trying to feel sorry for me, which I, I don't usually, um, you know, I don't buy into like people trying to make me feel sorry for myself or feeling me felt feel sorry for me. I understand that. Um, but, but what in terms of if have you observed that where others are speaking when we're talking about DEI, that others are speaking of other people as if they're victims um, in the process? Um. I'm trying to think of, of a, uh, an example, um, especially especially within the community that I'm part of, like, you know, the Agile community, if I have seen something that, uh, or heard about, like, you know, someone speaking about someone um, as, a, as a victim, um, I, I don't, I don't recall like, you know, some, you know, some, um, some of these discussions, like, you know, having someone speaking about someone as a victim, I, I recall, you know, the, the, the work that we've been doing is to bring other people to the table and try to figure out like, you know, how do we contribute to, uh, equity and social justice in the community? Um, and, and that's really, I guess, you know, again, like, you know, maybe that's where, where I'm paying attention more. Um, and, um, you know, like the saying with clean line, which I just mentioned, like, you know, you know, where attention goes, energy flows. So my energy is trying to focus on how do we improve the dialogue of social justice? How do we improve the equity in the community where people, um, you know, in, in, in the BIPOC uh, community has more, um, ex you know, um, opportunities and expression and, and bring, um, you know, more diversity to in, in our community. Uh, so I may have not been been paying attention to, um, you know, to that, the dialogue about, you know, someone trying to make other person feel like a victim. Uh, no, that, that's fair. That's fair. So what about the economic impact of social injustice in your life? Um, you know, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I, um, it, it's hard to quantify, you know, the economic impact, but I, I, you know, in the, in the beginning of my journey and professional journey, I, I thought naively that, you know, there are, you know, thing, you know, things are equal opportunities exist for everyone. It's, it's a fair game and uh, all that, but uh, now I know different. I realize that's not the case. Um, you know, there is a lot of work to be done in this, in this domain. Um, but I, I think there is, you know, 
you know, there is some impact, uh, economic impact on, 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 you know, me or people like me. Um, but um, I never took a, 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 you know, step back to evaluate the, you know, what is the economic impact or maybe put a, put some, a, a number on it. Um, I know for, for a fact that there is an intangible aspect of it is more of a psychological impact or, you know, safety um, impact. Um, and that definitely comes with, uh, you know, that could have, a, a, you know, that could have a, another dimension, which is the economic impact. You know, if I'm not feeling like I can speak up or uh, express m my views in, in, a, in, a, in a way um, that is authentic, then that can come, you know, with a with an economic impact. That can have that can have an economic impact on on my work. Understood. So let's let's pivot and talk about, you know, a few actions that you're taking personally to improve opportunities for Black, Indigenous, and people of color (BIPOC) in the Agile community. Yeah, I um, I actually this uh, you know the past couple of years. You know, I've been uh, taking a few actions or, or uh, more actions uh, to help in that in that area, um, and I'm definitely hoping to to do more with that. Um, and you know, one of the things that come to mind, the first thing that comes to mind is is basically this um, dialogue that we had last year. You know, that was facilitated by April um, Jefferson, and and you know, opening the space around the dialogue with the Agile Alliance and the Agile community and trying to invite different perspectives and um, you know, work together to find ways to encourage you know, more BIPOC voices and, and representation um, you know, in, 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 in the group, in the community. Uh, and then another thing that I, I really was um, hoping to do uh, or I, I did uh, last year and early last year before the pandemic was um, you know, I co-organized uh, uh, an Agile conference called Agile Charm in, in Baltimore. Uh, and as far as I know, that's, that's one of the first Agile conferences in the, in the area, um, besides the, the DevOps conference that uh, has been happening uh, in Baltimore for the past, um, for, for three years before, before then. Um, and one of the things that we were keen on as a, as a group, as co-organizers, is to find a diverse um, you know, group of speakers, um, you know, so we, we, we tried to balance and invite different voices um, and have a, a, a really um, diverse group in, in terms of, you know, who speaks at the conference and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I, the other thing I'm, I'm, you know, the last year um, also, um, or maybe this actually recently I came across the, uh, an organization called Coaching for Everyone, uh, which has a mission to really, you know, bring more professional coaching to the BIPOC community. It, it has been offering uh, not just coaching, access to coaching for, for uh, BIPOC population, but also it's helping people become professional coaches themselves. So, um, so not only helping people to become professional coaches and, and help the community in that area, but also, um, you know, sponsor or um, help support 
you know, people in the BIPOC uh, population become professional coaches themselves. Um, and then I'm hoping next year I'll be uh, part of the Agile for Humanity and uh, support that uh, work as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, those, you know, these are things that just uh, off the top of my mind, but, but I'm um, really interested in, in supporting and, and giving back to the community based on and sharing my, my experience and my journey, um, you know, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, people will find it uh, useful. Well, I can't wait to hear your topic in uh, the Agile for Humanity conference um, next year, February. So I'm totally excited that you are willing to participate. Yeah, absolutely. I know you mentioned it last time we spoke and um, I was really, um, you know, excited to be part of it and, and to support any way I can. Uh, so um, I can't wait for, uh, for next year to see what, uh, you know, what you have and, and uh, support it. Likewise. So l- let's talk about significant changes you would like to see um, to support BIPOC and non-BIPOC integration in the Agile community, because we know there's a huge disparity. So the, the question is, is that what kind of changes you would like to see, you know, take place? Yeah, um, I think having, you know, I, you know, there are some things that I, I would like to see happen. I think some of, some of it is already happening, like the, the open spaces or the conversation, the dialogue uh, that has been um, hosted recently. I would like to see that happen uh, more often, you know, having people share their experience, share their um, stories, um, also build this network of people who can, you know, support each other uh, you know, in, in terms of professional work and also, you know, personal uh, growth and development. So that's one area. Um, and then the other is to be intentional about these spaces. Sometimes these are, these are, you know, this is a difficult conversation. This is not an easy conversation to have, especially, you know, if people are not, um, you know, are not, haven't had it before, they haven't been um, able to, uh, to bring it up uh, and uh, it, it, it helps to have to be intentional about building that kind of space that will allow for people to express their, um, you know, their perspectives and, and their thoughts, um, you know, freely, right? And, 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 and how do we design for that? Um, there is, um, there is a, a book, I think, that I uh, recently came across, and it's called the the art of gathering, uh, you know, or something like that. I, I, I think it's very, it's just like, you know, designing open spaces or designing open space using open space. Um, but it's also, you know, being intentional about how do we set up that space or gathering for people to be um, able to express their views and, and encourage the, um, the dialogue. Um, and then I think the last thing that I would really like to see is some sort of concrete and actionable steps, you know, for us as a community. You know, if there is this disparity and, you know, I know that, that it exists, um, how, do we, how do we bring the, you know, this disparity closer or find ways to, um, to encourage, you know, more, um, you know, coaches from, you know, from the uh, BIPOC to, to be able to, to um, to find 
opportunities. Uh, and uh, whether it's support th through coaching or through mentorship programs, um, just like the organization I mentioned, the Coaching for Everyone, it's doing this type of work in the professional coaching world. Maybe that's something that we could do in the Agile community or the Agile um, sponsored by, you know, the, the Agile Alliance or, or some other, um, you know, organizations in the Agile space. Uh, so some sort of action and, and concrete steps forward. Um, you know, it's good to have the dialogue, but then, you know, you know, what, what next, like what's next for us to do after the dialogue? Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, the, so what now what, Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about all this stuff, you know. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, now but, that we but have I the think dialogue, what we do next. Yes, yes, exactly. But but one thing I, I like to talk about utopia uh, and in terms of like, you know, if we had to have diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging, you know, what is what would that utopia look like for you? Because in order for us to to, to know what to do, we need to have a vision. Right? And so I like to go to the maximum, you know, edge of time or edge of the vision and say, well, what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, a tough and powerful question. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, what it would look like in the in in, in the future, um, you know, or utopia. I, I imagine, you know, I think the key word in the question that you framed is this idea of belonging, you know, um, I, I think it's important to have that sense of belonging and, and, and to have a sense of belonging, you know, there needs to be some, you know, people needs need to, to feel heard and seen. Um, and, you know, I, I know it's, it, you know, might not be utopia, but it, you know, it might be simple, uh, but it's not easy because I don't think, you know, um, that sense of belonging is, is there. Uh, or at least, you know, it still, it still need to be, um, you know, to be intentional about creating that sense of belonging, you know, as, as a community or as, a, as, as coaches in, 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 in the agile space, uh, working with organizations to help teams uh, deliver work. And the way that we do that is by creating a shared purpose, a common goal and, and bringing everyone voice to the table, you know, we need to do the same thing for the community. You know, how do we create that sense of belonging and be intentional about creating the sense of belonging? Um, I, I, I don't know if that's utopia, but that's, that's my utopia is to have, you know, is to have that shared sense of belonging. Well, you know, everyone is going to have their own utopia, right? And and the key is is to um, make sure that everyone's utopia is heard and expressed. Maybe we may do a mashup, or you know, like a mashup of all of our utopias, and something beautiful will come out of that expression, right? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I know I know you're interviewing me, but I, I would like to know what's your utopia. What what do you think utopia looks like? <laughs> I sit in a space with you where, where it's, it's simple. It's about belonging. Mm. Right. And I, I believe that's where it, it, it starts. If you don't have a vision of, of where you want to go, it's hard to go somewhere. Right. I mean, you'll get mm. somewhere. We just don't know where, but, but yeah. I believe that having a vision of what belonging looks like for each of us individually, or even collectively, 
um, it, it's a really important first step. And, and then we could go back and deal with all of the other stuff of healing and, and trauma along yeah. that path. But if we have a vision, we can, we can certainly work toward that, right? In small yeah. steps. Yeah, I think finding people that re- that we can relate to and and um, you know who who share our story or experience or have like some sort of um, you know um, idea about you know to connect uh, with what we're we're saying um, is very important and that's part of the belonging is you know if there is no shared um, experience or at least we are not creating that shared experience as a community and it's going to be very hard to have that sense of belonging and it's going to be very hard to you know um get to that utopia or or get where we 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 want to to get to yeah but but you know as each of us in in, as the individuals and, and as a collective continue to do this work Right. You know, the conversation that I had in your podcast, the, the coaching conversation, uh, the fact that you're on, on my podcast and this broadcast is also in partnership with Agile Alliance. So for the last year, I've been having conversations with people about, you know, their experience in the Agile community dealing with social justice or, you know, as as BIPOC individuals. Um, I, I think the more of these that we do have, um, it, it gives it gives a space. It starts to create this space organically that we could start organizing around different topics, right? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. different commonalities that we have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you know, the the first step usually in um, in change or coaching uh, people to help them with change is to to bring awareness and and. Uh, you know, raising awareness, you, you know, like you said, you know, by, um, you know, uh, talking about it and, and having these conversations can, can help, uh, at least can lead to, to change or can lead to what's next. Now what, right. Now what? Yeah. So what now the- what, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. So, I mean, it's one of the reasons why we have the whole agile for humanity conference. Cause it's, it's an aim to bring many different voices to, mm-hmm. to have different conversations. So we want to see where that leads to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's very, you know, that the, the kind of work that, that you're, you're doing and, um, and, and you're, you're, you're kind of you know, trying to build the community around, um, you know, having these conversations uh, is is very you know similar to the work that we're doing in organization. So if you know it, it, it's very it, it you know if we're doing this in the organization and you know we need to also do it in in our community where where we can um, you know bring or support different you know groups people who are under uh, represented or underestimated into um, you know into the, the agile uh, space. Um, and, and that will, you know, that will help us do create that sense of, uh, of belonging that, that we're talking about. Yeah. Without a doubt. Hey, um, is there anything else um, you'd like to add as we wrap up our conversation? 
Um, I, you know, I'm really, uh, you know, um, happy to be on uh, on your podcast. I'm, I'm um, uh, honored that you invited me, and uh, you know, I appreciate all the work that you do for uh, for the community and how you're pushing uh, the the limits and 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 bringing this um, to um, to the discussion and to have these conversations and, and dialogue. Uh, so I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to support uh, the next event and uh, hopefully uh, that will lead to much more events and hopefully we get us to uh, Utopia that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. So, I mean, just thank you so much. Thank you for, you know, for connecting. You know, I know we met uh, quite a few years ago in Southern California at yeah. a coach camp. Um, you know, so that was wonderful. And, and the fact that we continue to have dialogue over the years, it's really appreciative. And, and thank you for also inviting me to be on your podcast as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Happy to do it. Yeah. So, so let me close and I'd like to say, uh, thank you for listening to the knowledge share with Dr. Dave podcast. Um, I hope this learning experience would also prompt you to take and seek more and discover how we can contribute to contribute to positive experiences for BIPOC lives. You know, it really doesn't take much. All we have to do is to tap into our own humanity. So there's a few places that you're going to find this recording, and you'll find it on the Agile for Humanity podcast at Nalshare with Dr. Dave on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and now an Audible. And it'll also be in a few different websites like the agilealliance.org website, nalshare.com as well. So, um, you know, the music for, for this podcast was written by my niece, Kiana Brow Hendrickson. Um, this podcast is copyright 2021, and I'll show Dr. Dave Cornelius. So until next time, be well, stay safe, and connect soon. Let's talk about it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dave.